welcome to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map. Each week it's games, news, and more from the classics to the current gen as we explore gaming's infinite ever-changing landscape. Check out the gaming adventure on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. Berry clouds. Huh? Berry clouds. Okay, wh- what is, what's that? It's the hot new candy from Haribo. They're called berry clouds. And let me tell you, they are the most addictive. It's like, it's like, uh, I don't know how to explain how addicting these things are. But there's something about the consistency, the fact that no matter how long you have them out, they just stay so completely soft, but still give you enough feedback in your, you know, still give you a, 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 like enough of a bite to it. Oh, they're so good, Robert. They're brand new. They're so good never seen man don't talk about old or new candy i can't even find some old candy you know how long it took me to find bags of the white chocolate christmas trees of Reese's and they're Peanut not Butter even Cup? the ghosts no it, it it took me like all of november i've been looking for them haven't found them and i eventually found them i had to buy two whole bags of them i have a confession to make what's your do you still have the halloween ones Oh, I do. The ones that that we discussed that were really messed up, but I have another confession to make. What's the confession? I like the berry clouds better. No. Nothing's better than the, than the white chocolate Reese's I am addicted to these berry clouds. I've gone through literal bags of these things. It's ta- I, I've not brought it up here on the show because I'm always like, no, I want to start with this. I want to start with that. But I just, they're so good, Robert. Berry clouds. It's because you think it's something that's new. I don't it's know. Not, you have to it's, really... it's like it's new, yeah. So you're more inclined to like. I'm more inclined to get it because it's new. But like, it so f- surpasses just every other candy I've had in recent memory. I'm like, like every other gummy, including like terrible ones that I've had. They like get like hard if you have an open package and sometimes mm-hmm. like some gummies get hard in the package and like even trolley they've got the, like sugar crystals on them and they sometimes get hard but these are these have sugar crystals on them but they're like this like three layered thing that's all just gummy but they're so good and they have yet to get hard on me they are just so soft every t- and when i say soft i mean like there's still a gummy like resistance to it but it's not hard to where you're like chewing down into something hard. It's 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 chewy to where like your teeth are bouncing off of it. I don't know how we always get to this point. We always talk about some type of candy in the first like five minutes, first like ten minutes of this cast, man. I've been I trying just, to hold back with hold this. back, man. <laughs> the only thing I've had recent, I just discussed. I had the Wendy's chicken, uh, like mozzarella chicken sandwich. I know, and like I said, I I wanted one of those. But I was I was feeling so bad last week <laughs> that I didn't get one. I know we've both been feeling bad, but man, it, it had to be like the highlight <laughs> of the day, right? Yeah, I mean, I woke up this morning. I got that reference. That's a, that's a good reference. Uh, I just, ooh, like, I don't know what it is. I don't have a sore throat, and I don't have any, like, it's just like, my chest just hurts, and like when I cough, it hurts. Oy. But I was like, "I'm gonna go get me a Wendy's like chicken sandwich because I could still taste and eat everything fine." So I was having that, but I'm like having such a like weird day. I'm not like, at least it's weird. audio quality wise, you don't sound too different from normal. Whereas last week, I was like. <laughs> I sounded completely different. I was like, <laughs> when I was editing, I was like, oh my god, I don't sound good this week. <laughs> I, I don't oh remember you sounding terrible. You what? They don't, they, you don't even sound terrible. I don't remember you sounding terrible at all. I don't remember. Oh, I guess it's just the, like, I hear my voice when I'm all congested thing, where it's like, I sound like somebody is pinching my nose or something like that. You know, I guess what, I mean, like, I'm the one that hears my voice on this show every, every week when I edit, and I'm like, oh, God, I mm-hmm. really sounded different last week. But, hey, we're not here to talk about 
sad, depressing stuff today. Today, we are here to talk about some games or game-adjacent things here on Markers on the Map, the weekly podcast gaming adventure. This week, uh, we've got Fall Guys, and I'll explain why we're doing another Fall Guys episode so soon uh, in a little bit. But before we get started, my name is Daniel, and I am here, as always, with my good friend and co-host, Robert. Uh, I know how you've been doing, so I'm going to ask you a different question. I'm going to say, how was your Thanksgiving, Robert? Uh, it was good. It was real good, actually. Food was real scrum diddly this year. It was real good. How was your Thanksgiving? It was also very good. Low-key, but our food was good. Our desserts were good. Uh, my sister came home to visit for a while, and uh, I played a little bit of games, like, you know, around the Thanksgiving, like, couple of days, but I played more over the weekend. Um, but yeah, I was pretty chill. I can't complain. I like a chill Thanksgiving. <laughs> but was the food scrum, does the thing, was the food scrum dearly umptious? I mean, Thanksgiving dinner is not my favorite, but it was like better than usual, I think. Come on, come on, what, what, come on, come on. You gotta talk about all the good stuff, come on. You ain't got no pumpkin pie, you ain't got no I, I did in fact cheese. have pumpkin pie. Now. And this year I had a slice a few days later. I usually only have one slice, but it was very delicious this year, so I helped myself to a second slice. <laughs> but yeah, I like Christmas dinner better because you get Christmas ham, and I feel like I you can't both. have Christmas without Christmas ham. I know, you get, You said you had turkey and ham for Thanksgiving. I was like, oh man, I would love to have ham on Thanksgiving. Anyhow, we must discuss this new season of Fall Guys. Now, you might be wondering... Why are we doing a Fall Guys episode on the fifth episode back when we already did one on the first episode back? Well, there are two reasons. Uh, the first was season two launched like immediately after we took our small break after episode 100 to like recharge our batteries after the, a seriously taxing like edit of a two hour <laughs> finale um, to the first season. Um, and the other reason that there's another Fall Guys episode so soon is that season two ended on time and like it was so abrupt it was like one day they were like oh yeah we're gonna start season three tomorrow and i was like okay i guess we've got another fall guys episode to do um so without further ado i think we'll start with the stages then maybe talk about some of the cosmetics and some of the like the progression is definitely better i think than last season but there are a few things for um completionists that i think are are a little more i don't want to say negative engagement but definitely a little more engagement than than you know i'm used to personally but let's start with the stages man all all i will say about last season i guess i can conclude what i feel about last season between this season is i really don't like the xp grindy part of it they really dropped the ball with that whole like season pass i i barely got to like tier 50 and i would be able to finish here and there and i just didn't like last year's season pass i mean so far it's all right what i will say is that they've made it not quite as like you can't do it as quickly as you can with the first season of the free-to-play but as of now, I'm, like, level 25, and it's only been a week, so, like, you can actually finish the pass in a month, whereas it was, like, three and a half weeks for season one, and I think, like, because it took, like, six weeks last time, maybe five weeks, um, if you were really going for it, but, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely improved a bit. Um, the stages... The first stage is, and we'll do our usual rankings here. The first stage mm -hmm. uh, is Speed Slider. This is a pure race where the mechanic of the season is like diving and sliding on the Fall Guy's stomach. And this is more or less like a water slide with twists and turns. This is the one that's more of a, it's not the lap one. It's more of a sprint, like get to the end. Yeah, it's more possible. of a straight up Because the other one's a point system. The other yeah. one's a point system one. Um. I personally think that this one is my favorite of the five new levels. Um, it does a good job of like, see, with all these levels at first, I was like, man, these are growers. But then the, by the second time I played most of them, I was like, no, these are all actually really good. Um, there's not a lot of fluff. There's no huge obstacles in this one. It's one of the more pure Fall Guys level races, kind of like speed no not speed circuit, but track attack. But track attack has a few, you know, it has a higher portion and the lower portion. 
Um, yeah. But this is just... This also has a higher and lower portion, but you're not, like, dodging things that are swinging at you. You are yeah. swiftly going through these slides, you are hitting speed boosts, and you are ultimately diving down into the finish. I think of the new stages that this is not only my favorite, but the the pure distillation of what makes a Fall Guys stage fun. I mean, it depends. If this is a high number count of, of, of players, it's, it's fine. I would personally rank it, like, A- and the reason why is because obviously like ranking should be last, but I'll use my ranking now to point out some points is when it's high numbered players, it's a, because you don't need to worry about messing up so much. There's a lot of, yeah. it, I mean, you can be like slowed down and stuff like that by the turns and stuff like that. Maybe your first time through, you're not understanding how, but you can kind of keep up, make it up as long as you're kind of doing it, you'll be fine. And there's no real like, object or objective or or obstacle to stop you in the middle of your tracks there's nothing really there so like very early on like round one round two it's fine it's like an a rating but once it hits to like i would say a low rating if it's like 10 players can qualify i would say it's in the lower ranks because now it's whoever's just the luckiest to be there first at the top 10 is either you've actually like mastered how to control it and you make no mistakes or you just somehow are just faster than everyone else you're just a bit faster than everyone else you you figure it out some way it's very weird where i can see high numbers being all right and i hope it stays as a high numbers game but if it's like a low numbers game i would rank it a little bit lower the lowest number i've seen so far on it is like if you do let's get cracking uh it might have shown up as the second uh game once or twice for me but it usually shows up as the first so you're looking at like 26 qualify out of 38 Mm. and i do agree that that's a little more tougher as opposed to if it showed up in solo show or duo show as the first round and you know um solos especially will start with 60 so if you started with 60 you're gonna get a healthy like 42 people qualifying yeah but let's get cracking the the season three starter show always starts with like these starter shows always start with around 38 people um Remember last season's starter show was actually a was it it was either duos or squads it was very well but that's because there was a lot of duos or squads based rounds last season um but that was an interesting choice there's only like every round can be played duos in the new season but like it's mostly it, it it's all like solo based um I give speed uh, slider an S rank because I do think like when it when when it all boils down it's like this is a very fun stage of fall guys just kind of piggybacking off that idea is hoop shoot it's a new jump and dive through the rings level that features the same mechanics as speed slider where you're going down mm-hmm. um, uh, you know a slide sliding across like you know like a water slide and and but this time you're jumping through hoops um, mm-hmm. you need 35 to qualify and that is where I think the big problem of this stage um, lands. Like, it's not a bad stage, but 35, you're taking multiple laps, like three laps through this course. I I believe this, the best way to compare to this map, it's like Ski Falls. Obviously, yeah. it's, it's like like one of the original maps, kind of like very, very early on seasons. It's sort of like It's that, like Ski Fall if idea. it lasted like five but minutes. Seafall ha- or, or uh, Ski Fall has it where it's points after points after points after point system you're not you're not having to travel long distance to get to the next like uh like point you know brown silver gold are all there so you can kind of get like a very good pattern going and get past very fairly easy and it's not requesting so much this one is demanding like precision you have to enter these points in a certain pattern and get to this xp and that xp and you have to travel long distance i think i've maybe have done the longest laps four times shortest yeah. like four or five times is the longest shortest is like twice maybe three times like one point so it's like kind of like one and a quarter or like one in ten percent or two in ten percent this level it, it does fall into this trap i think where it's like well, you've got like 32 points and victories within your grasp, but then like most other people just start qualifying all at once and you're like, no, no, I just need one more hoop. I'm right there. And then seven people qualify and all of a sudden your chances of getting through to the next round are over. It's happened where I was like 32 and you're like 29 and I qualified. And then next thing you know, when the qualified run is over, 
all I hear is, oh, man, I didn't qualify. In the yeah. sense of, like, <laughs> how did you not qualify? You're only, like, three points behind me. How do you didn't do it? It is like that in this game mode. Where and there was, like, 15 once, people at that point that still needed yeah. to qualify. So it all yeah, just went. So it's like, yeah, this one is once, once someone qualifies, you're going to get a wave, a sucker punch of, boom, 10 people just qualified. It's final two. So, so two more need to qualify. It is sort of that it's it's too cluttered. It's too, how should I say, it's not fair. There's some of these maps where I wish it was solo. And it's just, you know, you're not paying attention and you're not following people's path. You're just kind of figuring it out. Maybe this one, maybe, like, it's so-and-so. Like, it, it could work without, like, a bunch of people and kind of have it in, like, groups of fours instead of it being, like, mm. I don't know, but... It's just sort of like that mentality that people can just follow other people. I kind of figured out a route, and it kind of took me a while to figure out my route, but my route is very consistent to kind of, you know, get me yeah, uh, same here. Er, EXP early on. But it is one of those, if you're, it's it's one of those, a single mistake can ruin that one point that you could be off. You could be 29 points away from that 30, and you just need only 30, and then, like I'm telling you, ten other people will qualify, then the other two will qualify right in front of you. It's one of those things where if you miss three on one lap, you're probably not gonna qualify. Because like the the point systems are so far away, so the amount of time you're going to the next point, two people will gonna requalify by the time you get there. It's one of those. I I, I would, I, but the problem is, I personally haven't had problems with this, so I would personally rank it a B or That's higher. Same here. I've never had personal issues with it, maybe here and there, but I never felt it was unfair. But I can see how some people may see it, it is unfair, and I could see how the team du- uh, dual uh, duos version of it is unfair. Because imagine if you are consistent of getting points, and your team is just yeah, not. They're, teammate, they're just doing yeah. nothing. And like maneuvering, especially at the beginning, uh, many times I've gone through the middle of the first two hoops because like getting that control and camera um turning down at the at the very start works a little better in in speed slider but getting it down like that is like oh you know what maybe it'd be better to just take a break off the speed set uh, for a second here and, and jump through the hoop and then continue with the speed so i don't miss one but for me it it is a b yeah it's a less fun version of speed slider <laughs> yeah it, it, it is uh it's like personally i don't have an issue with this so that's what i'm like I know there might be some people that have an issue that I can see a, a, the duels problem, but I'm like, I still give it a B. It's not yeah. the worst. I mean, I mean we it, didn't have a problem worst. with it on duos. <laughs> it's funny how, like, this, this is the worst, and it's like, we still rank it pretty high. So it's, like, kind of showing how this season's going so far. Uh, next up is, we'll do Blastlantis next. It's a survival round that is basically um, Blast Ball, mm. but with the undersea theme. Now, with a high player count, this goes by a little quicker. There's also playing yes. it on duos where it just literally takes forever. Like, people were getting 300 points. System, I was in yeah. the 300 points for this. Um, but when you do it with a low count, it's kind of mm, a little boring because the the arena you're in is so big. So if you're in low count, like in Let's Get Crack and Show, and five people need to get kicked out to move on to the next round, um, this might take a while. Because mm. the few people that are left have such a massive arena to move around. So this is definitely a game that's more unpredictable and exciting with a higher player count. It's it's one of those, I don't mind it. But what I will say is, for some reason, every other game has a timeout system. If it's just like, hey, nothing's happening, we're just going to time it out. And we'll, we'll the, the system will, will figure it out somehow. This does yeah. not. This actually has it where at a certain time this the and the swiveler this season rise. will not time out the swiveler will just not time out on the duo's exactly. mode <laughs> it won't it won't and so what it would do is the water will rise to the point where even if it's like no one has it could be the final like everyone's just on the highest platform it'll just be at that point like base whoever is is the last one to jump and have the highest and be the highest for the longest time without getting stuck in the water and the rest it's, it's this whole system it doesn't time out it won't 
And like sometimes other players won't throw the blast balls at each other, so it's just no. a waiting game at this point. It, yeah, which is why really a high seems... player count makes more sense with the low amount of people that get, you know get eliminated. Yeah, because it's not even uh, oh let's let's just uh, how should I say it? It's not like oh yeah, let's do the what the objective is to knock each other out. No, there's a lot of there's a, I've been like a few games where a lot of people just do nothing. They're just standing. They're like, well, what are they gonna do? Like. If no one fights each other, then we're kind of just all here. And you know that there's people who do that because they're like, well, I don't really want to fight nobody. I'm just going to do me, and hopefully they just kind of ignore me, and I'm just here just standing doing my thing. And there's people who are like, I'm just going to run the time as fat, as much as I can. So you know that there's people purposely like, I'm not playing, so I can just waste more time for a lot more people who are waiting for the next round. Or they can't get their XP because they have to wait for this round to finish. And that's where I don't like the XP wait system, where you have to see the round finish through to get your XP. I'm thinking like once you're out, you should be able to leave before the round ends or whatever. But yeah. it's one of those like... It's not a bad idea and concept, but in the actual playing field, it's having its very big problems where even if they're like, well, we figured it out, we're going to raise the slime and let, or water and let it go up. But it's like, it, takes it should raise there's, a little faster, in yeah, my opinion. There's, a lot like, of people this, there's no reason there. for this round to take uh, like five minutes on, on duos. <laughs> That's too long. On the platform, on the, on the section with the circular platforms that are like stairs. There, there's a ramp that I've seen people hide under where they could not uh, get hit by the boss balls. <laughs> so, see, this, this is a map that probably needs to be taken back and reworked on. It's not a bad map in concept. It's not a bad idea. but I think they'll patch the, the not timing out thing on, on this and the swiveler. I think that's something that'll probably get patched. Hopefully, because... I mean, they're getting feedback, and hopefully they, if it's not if it's not from us, it's from a lot more people yeah. that tell them there's something wrong and that this needs to be fixed because it's taking too long or not enough people are having the, 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 the kind of drive to fight each other. Just like, well, we're just going to stand here and do nothing. For me, it's a C+. Plus. Yeah, I can see it. If, it, if, it, if it fix a lot of the problems, it'd be like high B, middle B. This next stage... Could be a nightmarish F-ranked stage, but it could also be a pretty awesome A-ranked stage, in my opinion. Puzzle Path. If you don't know the trick to Puzzle Path, it's a nightmare. A literal nightmare of being sent back to the previous labyrinth room and having to be like, oh, where did I go again? Uh, but if you know the <laughs> the like trick to doing this, uh, it's super easy. Like I was real. This was the one I was worried about. This was the one I was like, "Man, we're gonna hate this stage. It's gonna be awful every time it shows up. We're gonna be out." And then I I, I read about the trick, like Fall Guys Owl Server or something, or even the main account. I don't know. One of them posted about it. Um, I got to do is start from the start of the maze and don't turn at the at the squares. Don't tell just them the secret. Going. Hey man, <laughs> everybody knows it by now. Nah, if they don't know it, that's on them. Don't tell them no secret. <laughs> don't tell. Look, them. we're at the point where I've been nervous to not make it through this. We we're at the point now where I've been last oh, in this because see, it it didn't I found take that me long. a little secret that the fall guys people didn't think of, and I thought about it, and I said I got my secret. Here's my secret. I'll just follow Daniel because he knows how to do it. Because I know the trick. <laughs> Yeah, and that's where my biggest criticism with it. This is the map I highly would say this should have been a solo by yourself map, mm -hmm. and it should have like obviously like ten people are like you know ten people can qualify. There's twenty people there or fifteen people there. Like ten people can yeah. qualify. Good luck because this map is basically let the person figure it out and follow them because you don't have to put no effort into it you can put your bare bones i'm laying back doing nothing i'll follow this guy he knows what he's doing effort in this game and i've seen that so many times where it's very kind of like just one person can just figure it out and they just follow them it's not difficult at all so it's one of those where it's one of those where it'll have like a group of five will qualify five more spots open then a group of two then a group of three it'll, it'll be very like quick it won't be like one 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 no it's just like group of five or group of four or then this is that blah 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 until all right everyone's qualified that's it it's sort of my biggest critique of this uh whole map is just sort of or the game is just like you just follow whatever the person is doing 
and obviously if you're lucky enough and you just pick the right person they'll just lead you to the map and you don't have to do any type of like thinking or or figuring out a puzzle it's just like you just follow them so you could always go the toxic route and and get into squads and <laughs> with a party and have everybody go into a different warp <laughs> wait this is a squads game you can play it as a squads game. I'm, I mean, oh, I haven't played no. squads because, like, I usually do, I'm doing duos either by myself or when you and me play. But if this showed up for squads, it's like, why not just have everybody go into a different portal and then reconvene later on when when the whole playing field is just a huge jumble of, well, why am I back on the blue spot when I should be on the yellow? Yeah, it's one of the, definitely I can see one of these as this one guy's holding us back. Come on, guy. Like, you're the only one that's not figuring out this path and we really need your XP or the points and then they take too long and like well you messed up for every for everyone but like it's super easy once you you know they posted about this trick like it's super easy i will say if it was like a low count player it was like sectioned off with like only four people in each group i would rank it very high because it's like now it is like you can't just follow. You're talking low you... count, but still a high total count because I'd be more yeah. afraid of this as a low count game with like 15 people going in. It's frightening. <laughs> no, yeah, I would definitely have it where everyone's in their own area and their own. Yeah, like, they can, they can program kind of like a button bashers or a volleyball where you have sections of people and then each exactly. of you goes through the because same labyrinth. My biggest problem with it, it, it is just just follow the guy. You'll probably be nine out of tens right. You'll find the right guy to take you somewhere. I guess we could rename the game Follow Guys. Am I right? Yeah. The final is Kraken Slam. Now this is where everybody Ooh. is standing, and I do mean most of the time they are standing on you know uh, some square platforms, and and they they've got the 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 pattern tiles around them where if they get to the point where they sink down, a Kraken uh, tentacle will come and slam whatever you know fall guy it's facing whatever platform and send him flying in the air. Whether or not you land is dependent on control and a little bit of luck. I say this final is like 20% skill and 80% luck because it gets down to that can, point. It, it it's sort of the idea of if no one moves we're fine. And it's like oh, if we have to move we'll move but we will make the game go on for longer. But then you got some people that are like I don't care about that I'm going to get on every pump activate every tentacle to start coming out and like bashing people off the map. And that's how it works. You know, their whole, like, well, people don't move. The platform will be, like, taking a dip in the water. And, like, you know, we'll we'll put it vertical. And anyone is still in that, you know, that platform, you know, they're going to fall to the water. So it's one of those, it could go very long. Or it can, go, you know, go very quick because there's, like, a group of them just, like, going like, on Like, it can go very long, but down. it will end. And it's like, well, is that skill-based? Yes, there is some skill to it. You know, you can kind of see where people have been, where they're going, and kind of manipulate that area and kind of be on your own so you're always like one ahead but at the end of the day the tentacles are are sort of on their own timing system they're sort of like we'll hit the ground whenever we feel like it whenever it's the right time and there seems to be a little randomness to the rules of the stage themselves like tentacles Mm -hmm. will eventually pop out in places where they're not being triggered it seems yeah, like, even if no one, everyone just agrees, no one gets on the platform, eventually they're just like, eh, here you go, there's some tentacles. Like, it doesn't matter how hard you try, it will push you to eventually land on those platforms, and it'll just auto-force them out no matter what. So it is luck in that sense, where it's like, if you get hit, you can be lucky enough to land back on the platform and go at it, or you can be completely lucky and the tentacles just completely ignore you, and you're just having just the best luck ever, or you can have the worst luck, and the tentacles, no matter where you go, are always slamming you always movie you can't catch a break for one second now it does have its problems but i i I don't think it's the best final i also don't hate it it does feel like the first time we've got it like a boss fight in fall guys like this feels like a a monster that we are going against it's all right um i'm giving it a low b i would give it a higher b maybe an a Maybe an A. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with low B on this one. Um, I, I do I like it. it. I do like the season as a whole, but I do think that Speed Slider is like that rare S rank for me. It's not a bad season. It's pretty. It's pretty. The skins are are on it are pretty good. Um, oh yeah. Let's so let's talk about some of the skins. Um, there's like a Cthulhu one. Yeah. Um, the crossovers in the season pass are a Skyrim one, 
There is Ultraman, which is very exciting. Um, SpongeBob is the level 100 reward. That's probably my least favorite of the level 100 rewards so far. Um, b- besides like Mecha Godzilla, which was the coolest one, and then Miku I liked. Um, but I do like the Art Thou Feeling It Now uh, title you can get at like 94 Art or something. Now, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> That's um, when they when hang out with Mr. Krabs and they go play D&D. Yeah. <laughs> Art thou feeling it now? Um, but I do like the season pass. It's got a lot of cool costumes. Uh, honestly, for me, the Ultraman one is where it's at. You don't like the Gary one? Oh, I like the Gary hat. The Gary hat's he's a funny. Cat. Yeah. He's Just their, like he's Bubsy. version of cats. He's like, meow. What I will say as like a bit of praise here is that the special costumes after you get through level 100 were really weak last season this season very strong the shark alternate is awesome the cthulhu alternate is one of the few fall guys skins that have glowing effects to them and the admiral skin that's like platinum and gold that you get at level 200 i'm really determined to get that because i i mean that's awesome <laughs> but that's where a little bit of the issue with this season comes in in that like yes the xp seems to be a bit better however the challenges also have rewards tied to them now the marathon challenges um and they aren't too bad except for the ones where you have to complete the special daily challenges and special weekly challenges um most of the time we do all of our weekly challenges the only one we might miss here or there is the one where you have to win a round but like that seems there's there always seems to be a round where you can get an easy win it but there's um these poseidon and neptune cosmetics tied to doing like 42 days worth of getting all daily challenges completed or or 10 weeks worth of all weekly challenge or all but one i think you have to do like five of the six but like come on just do the sixth one um but like some of the daily challenges for me have been like to qualify from 15 rounds obviously not respawning more than five times which is not hard but it's still having to play 15 rounds which does take about an hour give or take I don't, the one thing I, I don't like about the XP, I do hate those weeklies, like, win first place in the third round of the 20th game. I hate those yeah, challenges see, so much. I don't think they're going like to do that this season because our weeklies were easy. And, like, the kudos, or the fame dailies have been really easy. It's the kudos ones that you have to complete. Like, normally I wouldn't go for the kudos ones, but now that there's cosmetics tied to finishing daily challenges up every day, it's like, oh, man, now I feel like I need to uh, get through uh, 12 rounds without you know respawning more than three times or you know getting my five silver medals because i really want those special marathon cosmetics now like yes they're awesome but it's also adding this other element to the game that wasn't there before to where it's like now instead of doing three daily challenges and saying okay i'm gonna play something else now i'm like oh now i gotta do all five because i want the skins so that's a little bit of something that i'm not like i'm a big fan of them tying skins to the marathon challenges because they've never been like too awful but like that kind of grind i will be done with the season pass probably before i get the neptune or poseidon skins Mm -hmm. which is wild to me i mean we'll see hopefully the weeklies don't change up i really just don't like those really just like dumb weeklies i really didn't like i guess it was like like throw something thirty place, or get round, hit by yeah. a blast ball thirty times in and race rounds or something. It would be a ridiculous something. amount of like requirements. It'll be like get jump like ten thousand times on the fifth round in the final before you collect the final. It's See, like, I thought like, mine were bad for why? a while last season, but then yours just kept getting worse and worse and worse to where some of them I could like we were just laughing at how nuts some. No, it's like never were. gonna happen. Will never yeah. happen. It's like it's way too specific requirement. This will never happen on the chance of you trying. This is a if you get it you get it if not don't beat yourself up because like i most people probably wouldn't be able to do it you know there'd be one person like i could do it oh well i can't yeah but uh aside from those few little you know issues i I think it's a pretty good season also they have cammy in fall guys now and you already know your boy had to get cammy i got akuma too because i wanted the nameplate (laughs) i didn't realize they had a cammy in it yeah, there's Kami, Akuma, and Ryu, and then there's a, a Ryu emote where he does a, like a Hadouken and then Shoryuken. Fall Guys Season 3, something obviously we'll come back to as it progresses and updates and costumes that come out and everything. Um, we've got Pokemon Drip 
This week, we're looking at the fighting gym leader from Pokemon Gold and Silver, Chuck. Is this Drip? He's really just got some red pants with, you know, white at the bottom. He's a fighting gym leader. Now, hear me out. Do we count the weight as, like, the weight he's holding on to? The, 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 what's it, barbell? Do we count that as part of the style, part of the drip? I think you should try to critique his hair and his mustache more than the weight because that's part of his drip. He's got the Eggman mustache going, but, like, I only think Eggman can pull that off. No, I think I think he's pulling it off. You I think, think Chuck's pulling it off? Hairline's garbage, though, bro. Need to go get that redone. Hairline's trash. Uh, I don't know. I mean, can you can you rate drip if there's no drip to be rated? That was gonna. That was like my question. I'm like, is this drip one? Is can this be rated as drip? It's uh, like a training gear. With like, it's training gear. Think, sure, he he's a fighting gym gears. leader. I don't think training gear is meant to be drip. I think it's meant to be functional. I think drip is their least priority when it comes to their, like, outfits. I think it's like we need functionality before we need ideas of drip. Okay, so if it's if it's Bidoof's for drip, then it's a half a Bidoof out of five. But I'm trying to think of what Pokemon <laughs> would be functional. Yeah, it's like it's not because it's terrible. It's because there's really nothing there. So I'm trying to think of what Pokemon would be, like, functional. Magnemite? Because it's an electric robot thing? Nah, Porygon. Porygon? For function? Porygon. <laughs> He's functional. He's so I'm giving machine, it four man. Porygons for function out of five. Because <laughs> machines, man. All, Porygons are a robot. It's a computer. Yeah. He's functional. I, I was like, how are we going to rate this trip? I was thinking about that all week. I'm like, Chuck is next. He's the one that doesn't... <laughs> He's wearing pants. He's wearing yeah, like some gear. pants. Dude's uh, very strong, though. I mean, the pants are cool. They're yeah, they cool. are cool pants. They remind me a lot of Blaziken, which wouldn't come till uh, Ruby and Sapphire. But hey, um, this is a redesign for Chuck. This isn't his original. This is Heart Gold and Soul Silver we're looking at. Anyway, oh, I don't know why it reminds me of that. Do you know the the movie The Pursuit of Happiness? Uh, I've never seen it, but I know it. There's a scene in the movie where I forget uh, Will Smith's character Chris, based on a real person, goes in for an interview. For like a, I forgot what he works at. It's like a, it's like it's just like numbers and he just like it's like like stocks and bonds. But like, he goes into an interview, but he got arrested the prior night. He was painting his house, so his clothes are all messed up. And the interview is obviously like weird. Like, why does this guy come like kind of dirty? And the guy was like, "What would you say, Chris, if I hired somebody who didn't have a shirt? What would you say about that?" He goes, "Chris, was he goes." He must have some really nice pants on. That's kind of like what I can say with this guy. He's like, but he really does have some really nice pants on. He's got some nice pants. I dig the pants, Chuck. I really do. They're pretty good. All right. So, news this week. Very brief news before we get into our last little topic of the day. There's a Gotham Knights Heroic Assault mode that'll be out by the time this episode goes up as well as Winter Soldier in Avengers game. There will be a new trailer for the Mario movie uh, in the form of a Super Mario Bros. movie direct. And by the time you're hearing this, golf will have been added to Switch Sports, a game which I still play weekly to get every single cosmetic item that is in the game. But... Since the Game Awards are next Thursday, which will be after next week's episode, but we want to get our um, our thoughts in for some of these categories earlier, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Game Awards. We kind of hinted at this a, a few weeks ago. Um, we're mm-hmm. not going to do all of the categories because some like we don't really this know but, like hours. the esports teams or everything. Yeah. Also, we don't have a ton of time, so this is going to be like kind of rapid fire, like oh, what's probably going to win or what you want to win or, or whatever. So it, it might be a little quick-paced, but we will get through uh, a lot of these categories right now. First off, I wanted to look at the innovation and accessibility um, category. This is As Dusk Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, The Last of Us Part 1, and The Quarry. Um, my vote goes to God of War Ragnarok, but I can't help but feeling that Last of Us Part 1 might win this because Naughty Dog has made it to where like even a sightless person could be you could play through these games if for that i would probably have to give it to last of us i mean if you can have someone who has no like they can't see anything and are still able to play a game that is ultimate like everyone can play no matter what this is that i would give it to that one of the people i um 
listen to on different podcasts and watch videos for um they've done like let me put a blindfold on to see how the accessibility features in in the last of us part two and last of us part one work and i think that they've been improved upon with last of us part one um mm-hmm. they have this category for best adaptation where some game is being adapted into something they have arcane they have edge runners cuphead show sonic the hedgehog 2 and uncharted um i want sonic to to win and i think it has a pretty good chance but edge runners is like a phenomenon i've not seen it yet but like people love this show people love it it's definitely one of the few shows i got like what like 10 out of 10 like 100 scores no matter what um here's the thing though you have to in my opinion doesn't matter if the the adaptation was better than the game you have to look at what is more faithful to the actual idea of the game. Yeah. So I know some people are going to say, well, Cyberpunk was not a good game. It's your opinion. You can say you didn't like it no matter if they fix it. You're like, it's still not a good game. And I would attest to like, yeah, it's not the greatest game. I think people who are like, actually, it's a good game. I'm like, I mean, you shouldn't expect a game to be launched with a bunch of glitches and expect it to be fixed later. You should have It's a an game unfortunate in, thing in that happens running with most AAA yeah. games, though. You should you should expect your game to be in a functional, play, playable state when it comes out. But, yeah. I mean, if the show is, is true to the idea of what it's trying to be, then, yeah, I think, you know, it, it, it'll do it. Sonic 2 is also in the same category yeah. where it's like, it's not verbatim the same thing as Sonic 2, but it still keeps that idea of Sonic 2. So it's And still I think, like, those- personally, the both of us really enjoyed that enough to, like, rewatch it and do a full special on it. Yeah. But Cuphead is kind of that weird scenario where I can see the show being anything and the show could have been basically my point is the show could have been anything and it would have just been faithful to the to the source material because Cuphead didn't really have that much of a distinct motive. Well, it had a plot, but it wasn't like a front and center plot. No, yeah, it's just like, this is the universe, how people look. It wasn't like, this is what this person does. It's just like, oh, this is just how they look. Like, you just on a run-and-gun stage or a Yeah, imagine a, a Cuphead open-world game where you have, like, side character quests and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Cuphead is one of those weird scenarios where I can see some people trying to vote for it. You're, you know, an I've opinion seen a lot of the Cuphead show. I've seen the first season and, like, the first couple of the second season. It's very good. I believe it's a prequel. See, that's weird. Why would it be a prequel and them seeing all these previous people when in the game, they're just, they did something bad. Oops, now you have to go, you know, yeah. help the devil. From what I gather, are, it's yeah. a prequel, but, like, I also haven't seen, I haven't seen all of it yet. I'm, like, yeah, getting like, through it. Yeah, Cuphead's the only one where I can see that it, it, anything could have been faithful to the material because it had very little to work with. Uh, just getting through these categories. Most anticipated, Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I think Legend of Zelda will win, but my most anticipated here is Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil. I think by the end of most opinions of most people, because... It is sort of the idea that, yes, maybe Zelda might be the better game, but Nintendo is such a niche audience. It's only for Nintendo players. So for for Resident Evil 4, it's available for a a bigger portion of people to where on paper, Zelda may be better, but I think overall as a, a popular vote idea, it will be Resident Evil 4. Well, I actually think it will be Zelda as the popular vote, but personally, my most anticipated of this list is Resident Evil 4. I actually think Resident Evil 4 might be, like, fourth place if you saw all the votes here. Um, I only think Hogwarts Legacy will be under it, but I I think more people, like, are excited for Zelda than Final Fantasy 16 or or Starfield. Ain't no one trying to play no... um some harry potter no i don't want to i don't want to play hogwarts legacy (laughs) it's 2005 bro harry potter had its moment it's a tooth like i look back on it with fond memories but i'm like man yeah harry potter is like yeah that stuff was like 2005 man i'm yeah i'm not looking forward to harry potter books or games like that stuff that's this past that's i'm past on that um, moving on quick here, best multiplayer, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Shredder's Revenge. I think that, I think Modern Warfare 2 will take this one, but it's, like, of the five, the one I don't care at all about. 
Um, I yeah. I think Splatoon three has some good multiplayer, but Shredder's Revenge, if you want that real classic couch co op or online co op fun. Um, but I think Call of Duty will probably take this one. I think probably. that's like a given. Sports and racing, F one twenty two, FIFA twenty three, FIFA twenty three, NBA two K twenty three, Gran Turismo seven, Ali Ali World. Interesting to see Ali Ali World there, um, because that's a great game. But I think. I, I want GT seven to take it, but I think it's probably just gonna be FIFA. <laughs> Isn't it usually FIFA? I don't think I don't think so. I think well here's the thing. If it if it if it happens, oh well, but in in my position where you look at like G G seven, you know, it, it mm-hmm. is like wow, this is pushing it forward. Even like F one is pushing it forward. None of the NBA Madden or, or FIFA games have been pushing anything forward. It's been the same game, and I feel like yeah. it was always sort of a joke, but not really a joke. Where I think people were trying to tell people stop buying every FIFA or NBA or, or, or Madden game every year. It's the same game. Seventeen and eighteen are no different. But if you went from seventeen to nineteen, there probably was a, a better difference than than you doing it every single year. I mean, the rules of years. these sports don't change. Even Formula One, the rules don't necessarily See, change. Bring back NBA Jam because I want to play as mascots on every single team on on a two v two basketball stage. That that's what I would want back. Yeah, over I like any a good Madden. I like a good arcade sports game versus like a sim. Yeah, which I, is exactly why we're gonna skip over best sim strategy because I don't think either of us go for <laughs> for that Man, genre. It's a uh, we'll give it to um, Trucker Simulator. We'll give it yeah. to that. Or or SnowRunner, the PS5 edition. What can I say? <laughs> um, best family game, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Mario Plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon 3. Um, Splatoon the, 3. The, 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 like, the, the, the serious, like, oh, I this is probably going to win person in me says Splatoon 3, but my heart says I really would like to see Kirby take this one. <laughs> Yeah, Kirby, I would like to see, but, like, realistically, it's Yes, let's be realistic here. Um, We'll get through the rest of these fast. Best fighting game, DNF Duel, JoJo, All-Star Battle R, King of Fighters 15, Multiverses, and Sifu. Not really a fighting game, but I guess they categorize Uh, it as such. Um, Sipping Dogs is a fighting game at that point. I'd like JoJo to win, (laughs) but... I think JoJo would win, and I think it should win. It should win, but Multiverses has that, like... It's got that, like, people but, will vote for it. People will vote it, it for multiverses. Has, it does have that, like, ooh, we look at all these characters. But JoJo is fundamentally and mechanically the better game because it, it was, like, what? One of Japan's few, like, 10 out of 10 scored games ever. All-Star yeah. Battle. So it's, like, I just it like All-Star Battle. <laughs> it's just fun for me to have, like, 60 JoJo characters to, to, to play as. <laughs> Best RPG, Elden Ring. Live Alive, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Triangle Strategy, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. There's no question here. Elden Ring is winning the Elden best Ring. role-playing game. Um, there's I not mean, even a discussion that can be had there. I mean, Elden Ring's even thrown in there to be the best game of the year. So, of yeah. course, it will be at least by default the best RPG. Yeah. Um, best Action Adventure, Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. And look, as much as I love Stray, it's... And, like it's not going to be straight. It's not going to be Horizon Forbidden West. It's going to be God of War Ragnarok for the best action adventure game. It's just oh, going definitely. to be. That's like this a flat game, out like one hundred percent. There's no question. That's one, another one of those default. Yeah, this this doesn't win game of the year. It'll win this for sure. Yeah, um, I also think it'll. We'll get to best direction in a second, but best action is Bayonetta three, Modern Warfare two, Neon White, Sifu, and Shredder's Revenge. I am conflicted on this one. I don't think Modern Warfare 2 should win Modern Best Warfare. Action Game, but I also It'll like Shredder's Revenge more than Bayonetta 3. <laughs> It'll probably win it. Bayonetta 3 has so much, like, things tied to it that I'm not going to discuss about it, but it's so much to it. And I'm telling you, Nintendo is a very good, like, IP, and it is a good company with making games, but it is still a very niche. Like, they don't make Bayonetta 3 for all platforms. You have to put every PS5, PC, Xbox player in that category. And I think they're probably going to be like, Modern Warfare 2 was was the better first person, even though we got other free-to-play games to play with. Maybe they'll surprise us and give it to Neon White, a game that I still really want to (laughs) play. Hopefully. 
Um, we'll go ahead and skip best VR and best mobile because neither of us really are into either of those things. But those, those, I mean, VR maybe deserves a category, but I don't know about mobile games. Yeah, I mean, VR, I, I would say that the Among Us VR is probably going to win because that seemed like a novel Among idea. Us. <laughs> um, debut indie, they have Neon White, Norco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. Um, if Stray doesn't win this one, Stray. which it should, then Vampire Survivors is like the hot thing right now, um, that they should bring to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. For best indie, not debut indie, they have Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. I mean, it's between it's Stray and, and Cult and of the Stray Lamb, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's between those two. Stray was very much like a refresh, not yes, your average, not your typical first game. person platformer. It's a genuine like I never thought about playing a cat, but I never knew like how fun it was to play as a cat like this is actually fun um best ongoing game this is like a tough one to like parse apex legends destiny 2 final fantasy 14 fortnite and genshin impact i think it'll be fortnite but like i can't like disqualify genshin here with how many just like i see more tweets about genshin impact than fortnite but are more people gonna vote for genshin than fortnite as voters Uh, at the game awards it's probably gonna be fortnite it's Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. Um, games for Impact. I don't actually know any of those, so I can't comment on them. The only one I've heard of is As Dusk Falls, but I'm always interested in seeing some of the games that come out in this category. Um, so we'll get into the uh, other awards here. Um, we won't do like the audio design. We'll do Best Performance, which is Ashley Birch, who is Aloy. Um, Charlotte McBurney, who's the girl in Plague Tale Requiem. Her name escapes me. Uh, Christopher Judge, who's Kratos, Man Engage from Immortality, and Sonny Suljic, who is um, Atreus. It's going to be Christopher Judge. It's Christopher Judge. Kratos in it's Ragnarok is like it's it's come on, it's Christopher Judge. <laughs> I think it's also Kratos involving just him playing in general, so it includes the 2018 game plus this one. It's one of those you have to see his whole performance, and I think without a doubt he gives a very solid performance to this character the voice of yeah. this kratos it's very rugged and old but very like wise but still fury in that voice of just like him not knowing what he's doing but he's still that kratos that deep down everyone remembers from the original trilogy so it's like it's a very good performance and not to be biased but you and me have on multiple times in this show said we are huge christopher judge fans right here on this very show i mean his voice is really cool yeah. Anyone who has a really cool voice, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And I mean, I've beat Ragnarok at this point. We'll talk about it some other time. But like the performance, he, he like, it's amazing. Like, he deserves this. Um, best score in music. Uh, I, th- I won't go through these. I think I do think it's gonna be a t- uh, like a toss up between no, Elden Ring and, and God no of War for Sonic? this one. No Sonic Frontiers. No Sonic, which one bothers thing I'll give me. Sonic Frontiers always is the boss fights and the music. Like that's always like the I'll music in Sonic Frontiers is objectively for me the best. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like no Sonic, like music, like really the two best things is their boss fights and the music, and it's not a single one of those is on here. Now, these last couple awards have like the same games in them for the most part. So for best art direction, narrative, and game direction. Like, I would probably give all those to God of War Ragnarok, except art direction, I would say, mm. like, God of War Ragnarok or Elden Ring. Because, like, some of the vistas uh, in Elden Ring are just, um, like, I think art just the coolest things. I mean, narrative, for Elden Ring. narrative, I'm giving to God of War and direction. But, but art direction, art for sure, is, is Elden Ring. Talk about the, like, the unique of, uh, enemies. Like, anything, like, every little thing they have to design. Like, if so you look at a tree in Elden Ring, uh, one of those glowing trees, everything around it is set to make it look like a painting. Doesn't have, and like, I don't even think God of War, like, has reached a level of Elden. The, the, Are there giant a whole bunch like, of giant the things. Exactly. Yeah, there's there all, you go. Like, yeah. Without a doubt. Now, Game of the Year is where it gets kind of messy. Plague Tale Requiem, Ooh, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok... Horizon Forbidden West and Stray and then Xenoblade. Um I think this is going to be between Elden Ring and God of War for sure. Um God of War does have recency bias. I think Elden Ring is the better video game. I think God of War is the better story. I I I do not think that Ragnarok is a better game than Elden Ring, it's, but I do look, think it's a better plot. Here's the thing is that Elden Ring at the end of the day with it being it could be well 
directed, well written, well played. All this stuff could be super well, but there's a major but. It's still a Souls game, so it's difficult for a lot of people, and that turns them off 100%. Some people don't want to grind their teeth or their fingers or break their controller out of frustration. Where God of War is a straight-through gameplay with story and pretty easy, like, if it's just like the like 2008 one, it's easy gameplay to understand. I beat the game on very low health upgrades, so it's one of those... I see that some people are going to look at this game saying, I like it, but way too difficult. I didn't get that far into it. It happened to me with Bloodborne. I liked it, but it was too far at some point. Like, too hard at some point, so I gave up on it. Well, remember, Sekiro won Game of the Year a few years back, and that's the hardest Souls game. Uh, I mean, what was it competing against that year, though? That depends, because we're talking God of War. Of course, you never underestimate God of War. It did beat uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 in 2018. Think about that. It's one of those where... But did you agree with that decision? I thought Red Dead 2 was the better game. Gameplay... Here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Gameplay-wise, it's it's Red Dead Redemption. But story-wise, I think God of War is the better story. That's what I'm saying. It well, that's what that's what I'm saying gameplay. about the. It's that's the what I'm appeal. saying about it here. Like God of War is the better story, but Elden Ring was the better mechanical game. Like I'm not great at Souls games, but I was addicted to Elden Ring for a month. God of War, I was like, do I have to play through this extended gameplay segment just to get to the good stuff, which was advancing the plot? I, I just think we're split. My opinion is, I think you can say secure one, but I think it didn't go against God of War. It did not go against that game. So, in my opinion, seeing the bigger appeal of God of War, it will win Game of the Year because I think some people are going to look at like, yeah, I like Elden Ring, but it was too difficult. And God of War was this easier cooler story and with a really cool character like kratos character makes the story and the villain and the hero always make the greatest stories if you don't have a good villain you don't have a good story and i think maybe some of the villains of ragnarok are really are very well written so i mean it just i liked everything about ragnarok except how just like completely repetitive the gameplay was through like the first 75 percent of the game and then the gameplay changed slightly but then there's these segments where you're doing something different early on in the game for like two hours where it's mostly just walking around with like lore happening. Um, and the lore was cool, but the gameplay around it was just, I'm like, I think Elden Ring did enough different with the open world genre to give it like, to where I'm like, I don't think it's a question at this point. For like, I'm looking at the list of of nominees, and I'm like, I feel like Elden Ring will take this just on the sheer fact of like what a revelation it was. That's not discounting God of War Ragnarok, which I think will take most of the other awards, but I don't think it'll be the end all be all. That's just me. We'll hey, we'll have to see on, we'll the, see. on, on the we'll see on the it. 10th. I mean, we're 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 at our opinions. You say Elden Ring, I say God of War. Your opinion's wrong, but that's but you haven't played either. <laughs> But I think just standing it as, like, looking at it as, like, if you, I mean, you explain it, the gameplay is the same. So if I'm expecting the same gameplay, I'm looking at it as, like, Souls it, it's game the where some same don't so like much to, to where you're getting bored with it, though. My criticism of Ragnarok is that I was, like, bashing my head being, like, how many more times do I have to throw my axe at this thing? to open this but at chest. the same time that's every game that's every game every first person game is just going around the map shooting the enemy and winning points the that's what is, i mean it with elden ring players... i was doing something completely different every time i was i was doing some kind of different mechanic no matter where i went how many people are going to get to that point where they're starting to realize i'm playing oh i'm doing something different to them being like this is too hard i'm not playing it how many players actually got to there I don't know, because most of the... I mean, like, a Souls game has one game of the year as, as well as God of War. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, didn't Bloodborne win, win game of the year when it was a thing? Stray's gonna win. Anyway, Elden Ring is the easiest of the Souls games, in, in my opinion. But it's, like, it was still different enough from, like, your traditional, like, Demon Souls, which I don't think would have ever won because it's legitimately frustrating. Um, but, I mean, both of them are great games. I've played both. But um, just playing through Ragnarok didn't excite me as much when I wasn't actively in a story moment. Like, when you hit a story moment, God, it was so good. Best narrative since at least God of War 2018 or Red Dead Redemption 2. But when you're just doing your usual, like, side quests and stuff, you're like, been here, done that. But alas, we've gone far too long. (laughs) Would you say we've done an episode for this week? 
Yeah, I think we did one. That should wrap it up. All right. Um, so we won't see the nominees until after next week's episode, but um, we'll have more stuff coming for you next week. Uh, I do want to bring Pokemon back up because I've gotten to some really cool stuff. So um, we'll do a little more probably God of War spoiler-free discussion because you haven't played it yet. Other than that, we want to thank you so much for listening. Please follow us on our Twitter at Markers on the Map and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Please uh, leave a five-star review, download an episode, subscribe, all that good stuff. And I I know I got it this week, Robert. Our famous game quote. I got it. All right. You know, Ellie, we really are the evil dead, the game. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Later. Later.